My name is Christine Beatty. This is Senior Beat. My co-producer is Tom Frazier, a man of many hats, but uh, certainly a, a great uh, partner in this endeavor. And today we are talking with Cheryl Wicke, who is executive director, I would say, of Safe Communities. Right. And we're here to learn a little bit more about that mm -hmm. um, that whole endeavor, and I've been fascinated by it for years. It's a small nonprofit organization, mm -hmm. two people. And uh, what's your mission or your goal? Well, our goal is to prevent Dane County's top causes of injury. And we know that one group can't deal with that. It's too big of an issue. Mm -hmm. So we have about 350 partners, and we're delighted to have the Senior Center and a lot of the focal points involved in our coalition, lots yeah. of health care providers, because it really takes all hands on deck to address this yeah. big issue. I'm curious about um, when you say that you tackle, you know, the top issues. How, I mean, do you actually do research that says this is the most prevalent problem in our county, or how do you go about that? Well, our fabulous public health department does that. Okay. So they look at the death data uh, from injuries and the hospitalization and emergency room data mm -hmm. that tells us basically what are our top causes of injury-related death and hospitalization and emergency room visits. So you get the data from mm -hmm. them, and then you work with all of these agencies to try to coordinate some action, I suppose. Exactly. Okay. That's right. So that, that's how we pick our strategic areas of focus. Okay. Well, I noticed when I went on your website, there were just a, um, wonderful articles for, um, uh, you know, bicycle safety, gun safety, home safety. I, I, I was just amazed at all of the different, um, areas that you're trying to to make some impact on. But I noticed that there's kind of four that you had for 2014, and, of course, one that's near and dear to our hearts is Elder Falls, which right. is uh, really a crucial issue for older adults. Uh, tell us a little bit about that effort. Well, I, I really agree with you and share your enthusiasm about, about this issue and preventing falls. We know that falls are not an inevitable part of aging. There's an awful lot that we can do to prevent falls. Uh, but the sad news is that if somebody has a serious fall and ends up in a nursing home, about 40% of those folks never leave. Wow. So it can, be, yeah. it can be a death sentence. That's why we want to prevent it. Yeah. Um, just for reasons we were discussing earlier, how people be, get more and more deconditioned and they have a harder and harder time bouncing back after a fall. So we want to start young. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we want to start working not just on our on walking and our sort of cardiovascular health, but also strength and balance, as, as you oh, mentioned, yeah. Tom. Yeah. So we have a number of classes that are evidence-based. So they've been evaluated and they've been shown to reduce falls among older adults. One of them is stepping on. Mm -hmm. And here in Dane County, I know we've had that through the Madison Senior Center and through a lot of the different senior centers uh, throughout Dane County, has been shown to reduce falls among participating older adults by 50%. Wow. And it's learning some of the strategies that could help reduce this fall or, or completely eliminate a fall. Exactly. So there are typically about four factors mm -hmm. that play into somebody's falls risk. One is their, their strength and balance. So there's physical activity that the class includes. Mm -hmm. um, but things like Tai Chi, mm -hmm. that's been shown to reduce falls. Those kinds, of, mm -hmm. those kinds of things that challenge your balance and build your strength. So we okay. do that in a stepping on class. We have a pharmacist come in and review your medications. 
we know that the more medications people are on, the more likely they are to fall. Right. I, I read somewhere over <laughs> four, and your risk of falls just shoots off the uh, thermometer, you know, just amazing. That's right. And we know, too, as we get older, that medications can affect us differently. Maybe we need a dose adjusted. Maybe it's an interaction of these medications. And there are really great programs in town, in addition to stepping on, that can help people with medication reviews. There's the Wisconsin Pharmacy Quality Collaborative that will help with that. Lots of participating pharmacies can help with that. Mm-hmm. So, so the medication review. The other thing is home safety assessments. Mm-hmm. Now, we were talking early about, earlier about how we didn't used to trip over throw rugs, for right. example. Right. So it's not, just, it's not the throw rug, really. I mean, it's partially the issue. We want to make sure that our homes are safe, safe that way. But it's those intrinsic factors that are also affecting our balance. Sure. But that said, we need to make sure the home is safe. So we need to make sure that the throw trip, rugs, hazards. trip hazards are gone. Cords, rugs, lighting. Lighting makes a big difference for people, too. You know, having some, some um, little lights that come on, motion sensor lights, like when you get up to go to the bathroom. Exactly. Really important. So, again, a lot of programs in town can help with that. Home Health United has a really yeah. lovely, free home safety assessment, and they've been seeing great results with that program. Right. So what's the best contact to get general information about uh, this? Would it be like the ADRC? We've been telling people to call that, or should they call you? Well, they're welcome to call us. There's a lot of information on our website. Okay. Um, we also encourage people to talk to their physicians. Yes. Because the physicians can do a, a, a quick falls risk assessment, and now with the, some of the new Medicaid, Medicare rules, they're, they're supposed to be doing them. And then they can refer people to physical therapy if they have serious mm-hmm. risks. They can refer people to classes. Right. So um, talk, I think talk to your, your focal point, you know, your case manager, uh, the ADRC, your mm-hmm. health care provider, to, to find out. newsletters from the senior center and look for the balance and the safety kinds of yeah. things. OT is occupational therapy. They can come in and assess your home safety and stuff like that. So is stepping on a class that people attend, so how would you find out about if you wanted to do that? We have all the classes listed on our website. Give us your website. Say that out. It's safercommunity.net. Oh, easy. Safercommunity.net. Okay. And if you click on the falls prevention page, it'll say classes. Upcoming and so classes. you can kick, click on a class, and it also provides guidance on what class might be right for you. Right. So if you've had two or more falls, and especially falls that have, where you've been injured, the first thing you want to do is talk to your doctor and get a falls risk assessment. If you're balanced, if you're feeling a little afraid of falling but you haven't fallen, you, know, you want to talk to your doctor certainly, but, but also there could be some other classes that could help you. Sure. Uh, so you can look at that pyramid. We have sort of a pyramid of risk. Mm-hmm. And see where you might fall, and then you know work with your health care provider and with right. your senior center for help. No, right. pun intended. no, no pun intended. That's right. Well, it, another uh, topic that mm-hmm. I noticed was suicides, and I was mm-hmm. shocked to find out that um, in 2011, more than 835 people were hospitalized for self-inflicted injuries. Wow. And you said something about 70 some individuals are successful suicides. That's right. And you know, I'm I, I'm sorry to say that that we're seeing an increase in suicides among older adults. Okay. 
And so, uh, and I think older men, especially, yes, yes. Um, they're less likely to share their feelings. I think is some of that more alcohol involved usually, or generally is expected to be a part of that. I think exactly. Yeah. And again, there's sort of a, an, a sense out there that if somebody wants to kill themselves, they're going to, but the evidence doesn't point to that at all. Right. That if we intervene and if we're not afraid to ask somebody if they're considering suicide, mm-hmm. we can prevent most mm-hmm. suicides. Yes, there's a there's this old myth kind of that you mm-hmm. don't dare mention suicide to anyone mm-hmm. for fear that that might encourage them. But what you're saying is you need to be able to confront a person or at least say, are you thinking about hurting yourself? That's right. And that gives them permission to talk about it. Right. And that's over and over what clinicians tell us, is you don't want to hide behind that feeling. You're not planting a seed. If they're thinking about suicide, they're thinking about suicide. You're not introducing a new concept, as you say. Right. So there's a really wonderful program that we've conducted. It's an evidence-based program that we've conducted with volunteers and partners at the senior centers and other community venues called QPR. It stands for Question, Persuade, Refer. Okay. And it, it starts by asking somebody that you're concerned about if they're thinking about suicide. Right. It doesn't make you a counselor. It's not about providing counseling, training you to be a counselor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's with the understanding that we are in touch with people in our everyday lives that doctors and professional folks won't be. Mm-hmm. So we can have the biggest impact among our friends, family members, coworkers. Mm-hmm. So we want to ask the question, are you thinking about hurting yourself? If somebody says yes, we help them, we, we help refer them to help. Right. And so that's what the training is really about. How do you negotiate that process? How do you feel comfortable mm-hmm. being that person? Yeah. Wow. It's, um, it's hard to believe that that would be such a prevalent problem yeah. in Dane County. Do, do you think that that's not generally known? I don't think it is generally known, do you? I, I think, you know, and it's another, it's another area we don't, don't think so. we don't talk about, yeah. right? There's still a, a big stigma associated with it right. that we have to get beyond. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, um, we know that older adults do have a higher prevalence of depression. Yeah, um, I was just going to say depression, you know, and if we know somebody that's depressed, we might to talk to them. Right. Yeah. And, and part of that is a lot of times the isolation mm-hmm. that people feel if they can't get out. You know, you know, the falls prevention and the depression, a lot of times people say, well, we're in Wisconsin. We have a cold, long, mm-hmm. hard winter. And um, actually, the falls don't connect to winter, do they? They don't. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. But I'm suspicious suspicious about the depression. Uh, We know there is something called SAD, Mm -hmm. a seasonal affective disorder that people do go through in in, uh, uh, long winters. So, yeah, got to be in touch with your friends and your family all the time. And then some of the others. Tell us a little bit about the um, drug poisoning and med drop. I'm curious about that, too. Yeah. Well, the number one cause of injury death now in Dane County is drug overdose. And we hear a lot about heroin, um, but it's actually prescription opiates Mm. that are causing more deaths than Mm. heroin or or some combination. Mm. Lots of times it's a combination of medicines. And also we would maybe assume that that's among younger people, and it's not necessarily. It's sort of the the largest number of deaths are in that 45 to 54-year-old group. So it could be that somebody's been battling addiction their whole lives Mm. and 
and it, you know it just gets to the point where sort of luck as you know you'd have it runs out and right. but um, again there's an awful lot that we can do mm-hmm. to prevent these overdoses one is the MedDrop program we know that 75% of new drug users uh, are accessing prescription medicines from somebody that they know with or without permission mm. so they're taking them out of the medicine cabinet. We got to get that stuff out of the medicine cabinet. We can't keep it around. I, I, I have a bag of it. I yeah, in a drawer. We all do. My bathroom. Well, I don't because I take stuff. it to med drop. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but but I think that's the challenge is to just is to, we're not going to hold on to these powerful medicines in no. case we need them. You don't use them unless your doctor so you're prescribes get them. Rid of them. Get yeah. rid of them. Take them someplace that. Well, recycle. Well, they don't recycle them, I don't guess. But they destroy them. Destroy yeah. them. Can't get into the wrong hands. But I so, there, are there a lot of places to do that? Because it used to be very hard to get rid of your old, old medicines. Well, we have 13 locations in Dane County, so everybody's just minutes away from a from a so secure site. So, is that on site. your website too? Yes. Say it one more time. Meddrop. So it's uh, safercommunity.net. Right. And if you click on drug poisoning, it'll take you to Meddrop, or you can also go to meddrop.org. Dot org okay. is another place. And so we have, through Safe Communities Partners, we have 13 sites, sites in Dane County. Can. They all have to be in police departments because of the rules about, yeah, about where you can drop medicines. Yeah. But a number of the sites are open 24 hours. They're all willing to take anything um, medication-related. That's, that's such a major improvement. Is over it? just not that long ago, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right, it is. Yeah, because I remember yeah. they used to have programs once a year or something right, where yeah, you took right. your drugs in. And, and and I think that's the success of cooperating with so many different yeah. community agencies. Well, and just identifying the problem. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. And figuring out practical solutions. Well, thank you so much for being with us today because pleasure. I think we've learned quite a bit about how to be a safer community. Well, thank thanks you. for everything that you two do to make it so. We, we enjoy go it. To, go to the website. Yes. Find out about all this stuff. Exactly. It's, it's a big deal. It is great. <laughs> thank you. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Senior Beat. Uh, our guest uh, today is on this segment is Jim Young. And Jim has been volunteering and uh, helping people do taxes. And that's this time of year. And we want to give you a little bit of information on some help that might be uh, very good, seasonal tax time help. Right. And tell us about your experience with uh, doing taxes, Jim. Well, I've been volunteering with the tax aid program for five years now. Um, Gets absolutely easier every year, uh, and we have to go to school every you year do, too. You do. You do. All of the volunteers who participate in this program go through rigorous training. Yeah. Uh, we have to pass a certification test. We go through the training, and only then are we permitted to do the return. 
And the other thing that makes the returns uh, almost certainly be completely accurate is that we have two people involved for the return. One is the preparer Mm -hmm. who actually prepares the return. Mm -hmm. And a second person, generally that second person is more experienced, comes through and reviews the entire return, entry for entry, to make sure that it uh, conforms to fact. So it's a... It's a good way it's to a catch them. It's a it's a cross check yeah. that assures. It does two things. It makes sure the return is correct, and when a mistake happens, the preparer can see where the mistake was and well, let's not do that again. Yeah. And it it does speed things up as the season sure. goes on. Sure. Yes. Now, um, are you involved with the AARP tax correct. aid program? I am involved with the, the ARP tax aid program. Uh, which is sponsored pr- principally by ARP Foundation. Uh, it's a what's called a VITA site, Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, and uh, TCE, Tax Consulting for the Elderly. Right. And these have sponsorships from the IRS, uh, is involved somewhat with some funding. Wisconsin Department of Revenue uh, helps with some funding. And our biggest uh, benefactor is ARP Foundation. Right. And uh, you were telling me earlier that it doesn't matter your age. Anyone Age, age doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, income doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, I would go so far as to say that 95% of uh, all returns in this viewing area uh, could be done at this absolutely free site. And yeah. when I say absolutely free, I mean absolutely free. Right. We will not even accept a tip. We're not allowed to accept tips. Yeah. It is a free service, uh, and it will produce an accurate tax return, Mm -hmm. and we have a success rate in terms of uh, returns that are uh, accepted the very first time through of well over 95%. And uh, it's yeah. it's the best bargain in town. Good. Well, and that's a big help to uh, older adults and um, anybody in our community. But I know a lot of the senior centers are offering uh, the tax program, and it's a, a simple call to set up an appointment. Correct. And you and I were talking about how human nature causes us to wait oh, until yeah. the last minute, oh, but yeah. that's probably that's not the best thing not to do. Not the best thing. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, we're in full swing right now. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. in the middle of the of the season, and it's very, very busy right yes. now. Yes. Uh, if you want to come in and get out fast, this, this I'm speaking mostly of the Park Street site, which sure. is at 2300 South Park, mm-hmm. uh, which is in the, the atrium building in the Villager Mall. Oh, yes. Um, downstairs uh, in that mall. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a drop-in. This, this is the only one of two drop-in sites. The other one is St. Dennis Church on the east side. Okay. They're only open on Thursdays. The Madison Park Street site is open on Monday and Wednesday from noon to 6, mm-hmm. and on Saturday from 9 to 3, mm-hmm. and it is a first-come, first-serve. Yeah. Come in, um, get your number, and when your number's up, we will process your return. We will have up upwards of 20 preparers there on the busy oh, days. And that's uh, yeah. it's 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 quite a show. But but um, you said there was kind of an optimum time, too, yes. that, that you would uh, recommend. Yes, I would. Uh, if, if we start staring at each other during the middle of March. Really? We do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the number of people coming in. It kind of goes down. It goes down. And surprisingly, last year, uh, the last day in March, when we thought things were going to pick up, well, it didn't. It took April 
the month of April. And then people said, hey, that's April 15th. That's tax day. Maybe we better get going on this. Uh, And it's also to your advantage to start a little bit before that because you might not have all of your paperwork together. And you need all of that to make sure you get all the money back that you're entitled to. to. That's exactly right. Um, The one difference or two differences, actually, that that wouldn't apply, you might not think of. You require a photo ID for both taxpayers. If it's a joint return, both both parents or uh, husband and wife or whatever need to be there. We need a photo ID. And uh, we need copies of their Social Security card. Right. Or if you don't have a Social Security card, and it's been decades since I knew where mine was, mm-hmm. uh, a, uh, a Social Security statement with right. your name on it is perfectly adequate. Sure. Uh, we need to be sure that you are who you say you are mm-hmm. and that we have a correct Social Security number. Right. And then we need all of your your paperwork for your income and your expenses from, from W-2 statements, from your job, to 1099R investment uh, mm-hmm. and pensions, mm-hmm. uh, interest dividends, uh, mm-hmm. property tax bills. Yep, yep. If you're claiming homestead credit, uh, we need a, either a rent certificate or a current 2014 mm-hmm. uh, property tax, well, a last year 2014 property tax. And especially with, with regard to homestead credit, uh, we need the 2014 uh, tax bill whether you paid it or not. Okay. The homestead okay. credit, if, if as far as the other tax credit for paying property tax, that's a different situation. That depends on when you paid it. Okay. But for homestead credit, we need the 2014 property tax bill. Doesn't matter if you paid for it or not at yeah. that during 2014. Good. That's not that's Good. not important. So, so you have a, actually a long list of stuff that people need to bring because if they don't have that everything, is, that you can't do and it. And that's why it's that's why it's very useful and important to come a little bit before April 15th right. Right. because right. if you don't have some of these, if you don't have a photo ID, we're not going to process your tax return. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Social Security cards or ability to prove that this is your Social Security number, we're not going to do your tax return. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then any information that you get regarding uh, money you've spent for tax-deductible items, mm-hmm. charitable contributions, all of those things, those receipts, um, investment statements, capital gains statements, all of those papers need to be right. there. We are, we're what we call a forms-driven operation. <laughs> if you've got it on a form, we're going to put it into the return, sure. and that's going to generate your tax return. Well, and I think for some people, they get a lot of stuff, and they're not quite sure right. where it all goes. Bring it. But if you gather that stuff and bring it, right. you're going to help them sort we, out we which... Might, we might say, well, it's a nice thought, but we're not going to use yeah. your utility bill. <laughs> we don't need uh, that. That's, uh, we don't need that. But, but better to bring sort. things that, that we don't need than to not bring but things that we do, a, you do need. Is there a place or a website that people can check to see what they need? Uh, I don't know that there's something because people's income and... Well, their lifestyles are so different that, that some people have, have a W-2. And that's they bring, it. They bring one W-2. And that's all they need. And we take care of their tax. Or um, one investment. One um, investment. Um, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twelve transactions wouldn't, wouldn't stop us. Right, right. Twenty. Twenty right. might. Right. Yeah, we might just say that's getting to be more. We try to get a return done in 30 minutes. Yeah. And to the extent that your return becomes so complicated that it really is starting to rob other people of 
of their just time, yeah. then then we might say, well, this you might want to take somewhere else because right. it's out of scope. But we can handle a lot of very different very kinds of different circumstances. Home ownership, yeah. uh, not sale of home, but right. home ownership. Yeah. We can do that. Now, at the senior center, we have 30-minute appointments. And so you actually call the center and you can schedule an appointment. Correct. But, like you say, some are more complex than others, so right. there may be some wait time. And I know that we're going to put a list of some of the wonderful sites right. that you brought to us. Right. Um, so we'll be posting that right. on the program afterwards. Yeah, the so. hours differ from, from site oh, to sure. site. Some of them are open only twice this right, spring, right. Uh, and so it's best when you when you look at the list, There's look at number. the site that you're interested in, call oh, that number. Right. Uh, the one I can tell you for sure on Park Street, Monday and Wednesday noon to six, sure. Saturday morning nine to three, yeah. uh, and that's the only one beside the St. Dennis Church Which is that is a drop in. in. Yeah. Yes, no appointment and then necessary. You can call the senior center at two six 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 five eight one, and we'll give you a list of appointments if you prefer that. Right. Or yep. the senior center is located yeah. in the center All of town. All the libraries. Too. Libraries. Libraries Excellent. do them as well. Penny Library, Sequoia, uh, Lakeview, Alicia Ashman. Um, there probably are more, but I'm, yeah. I'm stalling out here. Well, and that's all uh, right. You know, <laughs> and the other thing about the libraries is they have all of the forms and things forms. Uh, for people who right. are doing their own. Make sure that you get right. the right forms that you right. need if they haven't come. And uh, any other tips for well, taxes? I, well, you know? When you say they have their own forms, that's that's probably a bit of an issue these days. Oh, is Nobody does their taxes by hand anymore. Oh, true. And and one of the things that happens if you do do your taxes by hand, it immediately alerts people, we better check the math here. Oh. When a tax return is done by a computer program, Don't the math to. is solid. Yeah. yeah. Right. And quite often when, well, no, not often, always, when we key in, all we do as preparers is key in the information in the proper form. Right. That's, we put it into the box where it belongs, right. and the computer does the rest. Yeah. Actually, you know, you're reminding me, that's what we do at the Senior Center. All of our taxes go through our computer lab. Exactly. And we have, you know, our, our preparers is in there. there and program you, that you use? The or program is this we use is called TaxWise. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. It is not one that an individual can buy and use for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's pretty complicated. Okay. For, for just, and that's why you have to go to school, right? That's <laughs> part of the training. Part of the training is to learn the tax law, and then part, and the rest of it is to how to input that tax law into that sure. computer program. Yeah. So. Now, how did you um, become a volunteer? Let's encourage some of well, our I, audience it, to it, be it, a volunteer. It, the, the timing on this was amazing. Uh, it was a Wednesday. I happen to know that for a fact. It was about five years ago. I saw this little snippet in the ARP bulletin. Okay. It started to advertise tax aid, help people prepare their taxes. I've been preparing my own taxes for years. I said, I can do that. Sure. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, learned a lot there. But it, quite literally, I responded that, to that ad, and that night I got a phone call. That I mean, night? That night. Oh that God. night I got a phone call. Not only did I get a phone call that night, but that phone call said the first day of training starts tomorrow morning at 8.30. <laughs> well, this is good turnaround. Yeah, it And is. so tomorrow morning at 8.30, I was there. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the day, I'm not sure there was anything left of my brain. <laughs> uh, I was pretty overwhelmed with with the scope of yeah. what what they were what they were involved with. Right. Uh, and 
once I had the training, got the certification, and I enjoy it. It's um, it it keeps me sharp. Yeah, it does. Oh, uh, indeed. Uh, yeah. You're working on something a little more complex than a crossword puzzle. Oh yes. And that's oh, yes. what they always use With, as an example oh, of yes. keeping your yes. brain more stimulated. More complex than that, and the repercussions of the wrong word oh, far, far greater. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're doing this kind of work, and I think that uh, what we can say, given that we don't have any contact information for the volunteer part, talk to the people well, at that right, station at that or right. call your senior center if you're interested and they can connect if, if, you up. If you if you check with aarp.org and look for tax aid, T A X A I D E, you'll get all the information you need to know for whatever location you're living in. Well, we've just gotten our notice oh. um, in terms of what we need to be doing too, Tom. Middle March. Got to be done by Middle March, Tom. I always get help with mine anyway. So. I do, too. I do, too. I pay a pretty penny for it, too. <laughs> and I'm beginning to think I'm kind of silly. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us, Jim. Uh, great information for our audience. Join us again next month for Senior Beat.